This is Wetlock, my true unscripted chronicles as a prison wife. Join me on my journey as I bring you crazy stories, informative facts, updates on my husband, advice from my family and friends, and special guests giving their true life stories on the prison system. This is not your average love story. Welcome to Wetlock. Are you in love? Do you feel it in your stomach? Does it twist and turn and scream and burn and start to make you cry, but you like it? Don't want to let it slip away? Does it stretch into your throat until you don't know what to say? Does it hold you under its pillow in the night? It kills you with its passion and its endless beam of light? When you see yourself in the future, frail and gray, who do you want beside you when you wake to start your day? Yeah, it's extreme. I know what you're going to say. I'm being too dramatic, but this feeling feels this way. Are you in love? Do you feel it in your spine? Shaking, waking, tearing, breaking, taking a sweet time. But you want it. Yeah, you need it to breathe. You're never sure of what is pulling from its sleeve. If you said yes to all the things above, then yes, my friend, I'm sorry. It appears you're in love. Hey guys, welcome to bonus episode six, part two. On this part two of the episode, Yes, I am going to jump into conversations with myself, Jojo, and Michelle. I am also going to read a few more love letters from Tupac himself when he was um in Clinton Correctional. And let me just tell you guys, Tupac was off the chain, okay? He had some... <laughs> He definitely was writing some letters and I'm reading these letters like how many different women is he writing? Okay. So yes, I'm going to read two more of Tupac letters today. Of course, give you the update on my husband and I have a special treat with that. And thank you guys. I mean, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for joining me on this episode, uh, part two. And we are going to get straight into it, guys. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is bonus episode six, part two. As you guys know, I have started a support group, Fed Up Wives, supporting wives of incarcerated federal inmates. This is a nonprofit organization set to help both emotionally and mentally but financial as well. To contact Fed Up Wives, please email fedupwives.org at gmail.com. The contact number is 404-927-8011. Please like and join the Facebook page, Fed Up Wives Organization. You guys have supported me and now it is time for me to support you. Now back to the show.
Okay, guys. So the first letter that I'm going to read to you from Tupac is to Desiree. Now, keep in mind, guys, these letters are super, super old. Some of them are fading and they're hard to read. So if I get quiet in between some of the reading, it's because I'm really trying to read what it has to say. Um, I really need to put my glasses on. But this letter says, Dear, Dear Desiree, guess what? After three and a half months of marriage, Keisha and I are getting a divorce. This time it's final. By the time you get this, it should be done. My lawyers my lawyers are handling it as we speak. Don't trip. I know you ain't. I'm not depressed. I'm happy almost. The jealousy and immaturity was too much. I hope you learn something from this. Jealousy can ruin a relationship and if you have something worth keeping, immaturity is a no-no. Well, I just wanted you to know before the news gets out, come see me. Keep your head up. And he signs it. Be careful. Thug for life. Tupac. Bad boy killer. West Side for life. The Walking Dead. Jimmy. Ace. R.I.P. Two R.I.P. And Jack. R.I.P. Thugs don't die. We multiply. So that is to Desiree. This second letter is dated March 4th, 1995. And it says, Miss Poochie, what's up, love? How you feeling? I have to thank you very, very much for the letter and poem and pictures. It brightened my day to the fullest. You have very sexy eyes. Anyway, the letter was the... Best part, especially when you spoke about your friend, I was laughing my ass off in here, and that ain't easy. So you like my new CD, huh? Good, that's what it's for. Send your nigga some pictures to spread the sunshine in this dark cell. Keep writing me. I'll have my cousin call you to hook up a possible visit. Are you ready? Good. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Let me see what you look like now. From head to toe, front to back. Is that cool? Until next time, I remain, baby. He signs it, constantly Tupac, Tupac Shakur. At the bottom, he has a PS. Call this number, ask for Billy, tell him I want you to visit me, and ask him to hook it up. You can trust him, he's family. Be careful out there. Save some love for your boy, Tupac. And again, pictures, y'all. They they um uh, they be serious about them pictures. But yes, that is the second letter to Tupac from Tupac. And like I said, he was writing. He was writing. Now I know for sure I probably got five females that he was writing <laughs> in that time span when he was at Clinton Correctional. But yeah, I think the first letter probably was like a friend of his because clearly he's talking about his um marriage to Keisha. Um, it doesn't seem like it was anything going on with that situation. But yes, Tupac was off the chain and he definitely had um a few women he was writing. But yes, guys, 
I am going to keep on reading these letters. I have plenty more to read. And if you have letters that you want me to read, email me, guys. Like, I will keep it confidential. Of course, you know, I want to say this is from who, from, from this person to that person. Um, You don't have to send me anything super personal. If it's a poem your man wrote you or, you know, just a strictly, strictly romantic love letter. Because I know we all have gotten those. We've gotten the letter with the poems where one of the, the cellmates that he know can draw and drew the hearts and the roses and the flowers all over the letter um hell even sometimes i've heard that they have people write the letters for them because their penmanship might not be that good but send me those letters guys i will read them i will keep it strictly confidential you don't have to send me anything too personal i myself will read some of my letters some of them i will not be able to read but i do have a few um um wonderful um love letters that my husband has written me so again send me some of your letters and i will read them so thank you guys. I mean, thank you so much. This is bonus episode six, part two. Thank you guys for joining me. And guess what? We are about to get into my favorite part of all the episodes, the update on my husband. Well, you guys, we have reached my favorite part of the episode, and that is giving you the updates on my husband. My husband is a fool. Oh my God. So guys, yesterday, um, when my husband called me yesterday morning, I was telling him that I wanted to start recording us talking so I could put it on a podcast. You know, I could ask him some, some questions and y'all can hear his insight, you know, um, and just, you know, so you guys can just hear us. And I just thought it would be a really, really cool idea. And he with it. Trust me, he want to be on Love After Lockup. He has no problem with being on his podcast. So I was able to record us yesterday. And oh my God, I had to edit on top of edit. My husband is a fool, okay? So let me give you some of the 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 backstory of the conversation. Now, when he originally called me, <laughs> I'm going to play that part as well. When he originally called me, um, me and my husband was having a little, you know, a little back and forth, little romantic little session going on through email. And of course, guys, let me tell you, he complained about my quote unquote little generic picture so much, but he cannot get enough of those pictures that I sent him. And like I told him, I knew that he would like he just got to accept the fact that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a Hustle Magazine, um, uh, gutter butt, um, magazine, uh, prostitution one-on-one magazine type of chick. But with all that being said, he loves my pictures. So he has been having me dying for the past two days about how they actually you know, get into their, 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 their mode, their thing, what they do. My husband is in an open dorm. So what 
These guys have to do, they have no door they can close. They can't be like, hey, buddy, let me use the room for a minute. You know, tie a sock around the door or none of that. They have to go into the bathroom, guys, like the bathroom stall. Like, this freaked me out because I didn't notice. You guys got to understand, like, this is my husband. So, we talk about everything. And it's a lot that I didn't know, like, when it came down to, you know, um, the the prison system. Yes, I this isn't my first rodeo, but... My closeness with my husband and how we interact and what we do is totally different. Like, so a lot of things I didn't know, but it's hilarious because my husband make a joke and say the craziest shit behind every situation. So he is telling me about this bathroom stall, how he done been into this bathroom too many times yesterday because of all the shit talking that we did between each other, guys. And it was too funny my husband is a fool okay so you're gonna hear parts of <laughs> his response to that as well as I asked him yesterday morning I was like babe you know if I was in jail and you was out here would you be how I am to you? Like, would you hold me down? Would you be faithful? Would you be loyal? And his, first of all, his first response was, baby, of course, of course. I mean, your books would be loaded. You wouldn't have nothing to worry about. I said, yeah, but what about the faithful, loyal part? And it's like, he just, just bust out laughing because I just know men are different. Like, I know it's not going to be a man out here saying, yeah, my wife, you know, she, she gone for five years. She gone for 10 years. You know, I'm going to be loyal. I'm going to be faithful. Never, 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 never. I don't give a damn who tells me that lie. I just, I would never believe that because men are different creatures. Like we as women, if we deal with guys, we deal with them once we get into emotion. Now you do got some, you know, people out here can just slide and keep it moving. And that's just what it is. But we're more emotional creatures. Dudes can slide all day long and not give a damn and still love whoever they love. So I know a man would never just sit back and say, oh, you know, I'm going to wait five years. I'm going to wait 10 years. So we had that little conversation in the early part of the day. So later on when he called, you know, I kind of reiterated on that again. And I got parts of that conversation too. I'm not probably going to play everything um, in this episode. I want to kind of edit and break the conversations down per whatever topics I have um, within the episode. So I'm not going to like truly play everything, but definitely um, that is something that I want to start doing. Moving into season two, I want to include my husband in this podcast. So you're going to hear a little bit of um, what we talked about, but outside of that, my husband is doing great. He's doing amazing. He's crazy as hell. I love him to death. And, um, He's fine. He's he's fine. Um, he is a fool. I can all I can say is my husband is a real fool. Like he just keep me going, and I cannot wait for this man to come home. I just feel like life with my husband is just gonna be so amazing. And I know I say that all the time. I even told him yesterday. I said, you know, it's probably 
women that you dealt with that might even be listening to my podcast. They know him on a different level than I do. So I'm telling him, they're probably like, mm-hmm, she thinks whatever, 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 you know, this, that he going to do this, that, and the third because of who he was and whatever relationship they had with him. I literally just know me and my husband and what we have is so different. I told him that yesterday. I said, they probably like, man, please, this girl don't even know what she in store for. But that's the thing I do. I actually do because I know the kind of woman that I am. I know what I bring to the table. And I'm not talking about finances or education or anything like that. My husband loves my brain for one and I am, a, I, trust me when I tell you, I got, I make up for about four women. <laughs> I can, I can promise you that. So my husband going to be good, but it's just weird. You know, it's just weird because you, you, you know, you know, every guy has that past. Every guy has that story. And it's a lot of people who would doubt who he is, you know, who he is or who he can be based on their experiences or whatever. And I mean, hey, it's life. I mean, it's reality and I get it. Um, But yeah, like I said, I'm loving it. I can't wait for my husband to come home. But yes, my husband is doing amazing as usual. Um, And again, thank you guys for keeping him in your prayers, keeping him uplifted yesterday he cracked the joke he said that the phone lines was dry the phone lines are dry y'all because these dudes done ran through these minutes so fast this month because being on that eight eight day lockdown it's almost like they just had to keep using the phone and with my husband his minutes is running low too because now that he's in population he can just keep going to the phone keep going to the phone keep going to the phone when he was in his holding facility, me and my husband talked so much. We damn near talked all day because they had tablets. So he didn't have to wait in the line. He didn't have to go through all of that. So he's so used used to talking to me that it's almost like he can't do that now. He cannot do that now. He only gets a certain amount of minutes. We can't add minutes. We can't pay for extra minutes. We can't do anything. So... It's something that he definitely has to get used to because last night he just kept saying, baby, it's so hard to get off this phone with you. And it is. It's very hard. I'm just used to talking to my husband so many times a day. I mean, it costs a lot of money. But, of course, you know, when you have access to something, you're going to continuously keep doing it. So it's it's very hard. But I believe by next month, he'll get adjusted to it. He'll figure out, you know, how he needs to spend his money wisely when it comes to the telephone. And I'm all with it. I'm all with it. As long as I talk to my husband once a day, you know, after him being on that two-month lockdown, I am not going to complain about that. I want him to be able to, you know, constantly talk to his children, his family. Um, and I'm satisfied. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. But again, he's amazing. Thank you guys again for all the prayers, all the love. I am truly excited and I can't wait to start inserting him into this podcast. I think you guys will enjoy him as much as I do. So that is all on the update on my husband. 
And we are going to jump into the conversations with myself, Jojo, and Michelle. And again, guys, when I move into season two, you know, I'm going to have more content with more people. So please, please just stay tuned for that. I think you guys are going to love all the things that I have in store coming up for season two. So again, thank you. Bonus episode six part two now if you wish to block any future calls of this nature dial seven now hello <laughs> what do my back hurt no what you do to my back nothing i was saying here I was sitting here reading love letters um, from Tupac. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, I gotta write you some love letters so you won't be busy right to read Tupac love letters. I'll be reading them on my podcast. Oh, for real? Mm hmm. So, yeah, you uh, can write me some love letters so I can read it. I ain't no motherfucking little boy. I can't write no love letters. What? I said I'm not a lover boy. I can't write love letters. You're not a lover boy? No. Babe, what do you mean you're not a lover boy? I'm not a lover boy. You say so much romantic loving stuff to me, so what's the difference? I am, I am a sex god. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I want love letters. I was trying to write you one. Don't I'm so interested. It's hard to write. Yeah, watch everything going on around this motherfucker. It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, don't she on the show? Babe. Babe. What's up? What you got going on? Nothing. I want you to tell the world how much you love me. <laughs> no, seriously. I want you to tell the world how if I was in prison, you would be cheating on me. But my but my books would be full. No. I would, baby. I would. I would be cheating on you, baby. To be honest with you. To be honest with you. you it's all about the money. It's all about the money, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm trying to do when I come home. I'm trying to accomplish wealth. That's what I want to do when I come home, baby. I thought about that, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying, that's just to be honest, like, that's just straight out, flat out, that's what I want wealth. I don't want to be rich, you know what I'm saying? I want wealth, because I got little girls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to leave the world, baby, you know what I'm saying? That's just to be honest, you know? And that's it, you know what I'm saying? But as far as you took my sliding or some shit like that. Yeah, go on ahead and Go on ahead and let go on ahead and let the public know. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it ain't even like this, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be under with you, baby. All right. Okay. <laughs> recreational, recreational, recreational. Yeah, yeah. But I could do that at home. You feel? What I'm yes, saying? you could so do that at home. That, a lot of that's gonna be excluded. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you know, as as far as 
as far as the extracurricular activities, the things that you're not cool with, you know what I'm saying? You know, you mm-hmm. don't get that shit. So I ain't got to worry about cheating, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I ain't got to worry about sliding, you know what I'm saying? I believe you, too. I I believe you. You know why I believe you? You want me to tell you why I believe you? Because I feel like we like two big kids and we have fun and we can laugh and joke about everything and not get that serious. So I think we'll be good. I know we'll be good. We're going to be wonderful, baby. We're going to be amazing. We're going to be the amazing, shit. Amazingly beautiful. Yes. I love you too. Babe, so you going to let me know when you get the email? I'm going to email you back. I ain't going to call no more. I, I can't wait for you to get that other message. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> I, I might not even read that motherfucker. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Oh, baby, don't drop my picture. Oh, no. Somebody going to get a, a quick glimpse and you're going to be mad. Hey, guys, it's time to jump into conversations with myself, Jojo and Michelle. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Hey. How was you guys this week? <laughs> it was great. Mine was, um, it was actually all right, besides me being tired. But I got, I got some work done. I passed my little test in welding that I kept trying and trying and trying, but I finally got it. Oh, okay. Shut up. So everybody has their fingers and toes and ligaments and stuff. Well, that's good. That's actually, good. You know, I've. Well, I had burnt my hand. I burnt both oh, my fingers. They were stuck together oh, for a second. What? <laughs> but they okay now. And, um, you know, I, I got burnt about 40 times, but I just kept welding. The, the fire was popping under my gloves and my boot. Oh, my. my hair. But guess what? I kept pushing through it. Nobody never knew. I didn't like, ah, ah, ah. I just kept going like it never happened. And I was on fire. Let me find out you was like Michael Jackson on that Pepsi commercial. I was, Ooh. girl. Actually, I was I was like Michael Jackson. I just kept going. I said, "Hey, you might get burned, but you got to keep going. You got to walk through the fire. You got to walk through the you got to walk through the fire." Yeah. Oh my God! No, not walk through the fire. Jesus. Yeah, girl. I had to walk through the fire. Hey, I had to walk through the fire in prison. So I know if I can walk through it, I can do it. I can walk through anything. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. Because I know mm-hmm. that's some fire. That you. is definitely some fire. Some, some mm-hmm. You heard of Shadrach? You heard of Shadrach? Meshach? And a Billy Goat? Yes. A Bendigo. Yes. Meshach and a yes. Billy Goat. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> not the Billy Goat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not the, not the Billy Your Goat. Your toes look like the Billy Goat toes right now by my face. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, see, feet to the face. Oh my, JoJo. They, she's rude. Uh, audience attention. My toes do not look like the Billy Goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Y'all two are really 
some real live comedians. And I swear I need to book y'all on somebody's comedy stage. Yeah, Seriously. Michelle is so rude. Seriously. <laughs> you see how hard she came at me? She's wrong. <laughs> y'all crazy. It's heck. I'm going to say heck. I'm not going to say heck. Um, it has actually been pretty interesting to say the least. Um... Okay, so Valentine's Day, I had a lot of Valentine orders, so I was out doing that. Um, let's see, what else happened besides Valentine's Day last, well, was that last week or this week? See, I'm so discombobulated, but um, this week was cool. Nothing nothing special, um, same old, same old. Uh, I'm still getting birthday gifts. I don't got like four gifts that I do not know where who they sent who sent them or where they came from what? or nothing. Yeah, I I guess I have like I I say stuff that I want. Like when people be like, "What you want for your birthday?" I'll just say stuff. I never know sometimes who sends what. Um, unless I try to put it together, I end up either figuring it out or somebody end up saying something. But I'm trying to narrow down. Uh who I told the certain stuff that I wanted that I got and nobody's admitting that they sent it. And it's, it's, it's quite natural. Cause I do them the same way. I, I'll, I'll keep secrets like that to myself. They'll never know. Like I was the one who sent it until, until I feel like saying something and it might be a year later. So I'm still getting oh. birthday gifts. Um, that's what's up. That's let's sweet. see. That is sweet. Yes. Um, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I ain't gonna say, I, I was gonna say I'm blessed, but I'm really grateful for that because it's the simple things for me. Like a lot of times people say, Oh, what do you get the girl that has everything? I like simple stuff. I like the stuff that you pay attention and knowing that I like, like, I don't like my food to touch. And somebody sent me the plates that have the little compartments where the food don't touch. Like that means oh a God, lot to so, me. You're so bougie. That is cute and bougie. I, I am not bougie. I don't like my food to touch. Well, like, what is it? Like, let me see. Like, so like it makes my to... flesh crawl because it doesn't make sense. I don't want my plate to have mashed potatoes and gravy and meatloaf and cookies and jello. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Like that that shit don't have no business on a plate together. Like so even for Thanksgiving, I don't want my I don't want collard green juice seeping into my freaking macaroni and cheese. Like no. Oh, you missing out. That See, bad. no. I don't out. I don't now, stuff that makes sense, you know, and, and I've had people to be sarcastically stupid, and that kind of it, it irritates me because people don't really realize, like, the food not touching is a part of OCD. Like, yes, so it's, it it's not it's, it's not something that people who have that don't like to joke about it. It's funny to a certain degree, but when it becomes overly, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it becomes irritating. Like, somebody will say to me, oh, so, but you eat pizza. Yes, stupid. I eat pizza. The stuff that go on a pizza go together. Oh, you eat spaghetti. Ah. Yes, I eat spaghetti. So it's like certain things. Yes, like I want to eat my salad and spaghetti on the same plate together. No. Okay. I don't want my spaghetti sauce dripping into my salad. I don't want my salad dressing dripping into my spaghetti. So it's stuff like that. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yes, I'll eat a hamburger because those things actually go tacos go but i wouldn't put all my stuff on one 
plate together. You see what I'm saying? So people who do have OCD to that degree, it's cool to joke around with your friends, but sometimes people get a little extra with the shit and it becomes assholeish. You know what I'm saying? Like, like extremely irritating. But yeah, so the little things matter to me, and I've been getting my little um my little gifts here and there. Uh, yesterday I. For the first time I had, well, not for the first time, but I did a talk to my husband on the phone and I told him I was going to record him. And I spent all night long editing that damn conversation because he is just, he needs, he got explicit content that it just don't make, like he cannot just talk, oh, he cannot just be, you know, straight up. He got to say, wait, wait a minute. So, like, explicit content. So, like, he be trying to get with you on the, on the recording girl trying to the first thing he said when he called me when i answered he said my baby your back don't hurt i said no and i just started laughing like why would my back hurt he's like girl you ain't feel what i just did like he cannot like he called me tonight he said baby you okay i said yeah i woke up with a crook in my neck he said oh i got this back i got this back it'll get it out i'm like this back he like you know what bad i'm talking about he can't he just can't he can't he can't just have a normal conversation and not be with the freaky shit. Like, he can't. Mm. He cannot. Mm. He always well, got some old nasty shit know, to say. That's a good, you know, that's a good sign because that's like flirtatious. Keep it. You know, oh, I love wow. it. I love it. But I be like, babe, no, like, I really, what I did, I asked him, I said, um, I said, when you call me, I'm a recorder because I want to talk to you and I want to ask you. If I was the one in prison, would you do what I'm doing? Would you be faithful? Would you be loyal? The first thing that nigga said was, baby, one thing about it, your books will be loaded, but um, who I don't know. I might, I, I, nah, I, 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 you know, all that I said, boy, you ain't shit. I said, but, but I'm not tripping because I don't see men. I don't see a man saying, oh yeah, my girl got 10 years. You know, I ain't, I ain't fucking nothing. A man's just different. I, I, I just, I would never believe a man to ever say no shit like that. Now, now to tell me my books would be loaded and I would never have nothing to worry about, phone calls be taken. I believe all of that. But I ain't going to believe you ain't going to be down there slipping and sliding and knocking them down. But, you know, and, and when I asked him that, he just, he said, so what you want me to fabricate it? <laughs> fabricate my answer? And I was like, oh my God. These people gonna be like, what the fuck? What does she have herself getting into right now? But yeah, so we had a good conversation and let's see what else happened for me this week. That's it. Shit. Nothing nothing else. Nothing else major um majorly going on. That is about all. Yeah. What's his sign? Yes. He a Taurus. Oh Lord Jesus. And what's your sign? Aquarius. Oh okay. Mm, mm, mm. That got to be fun. <laughs> oh, it is fun. But you know, my ex was a Taurus. My ex, my my ex was a Taurus, and actually, my best friend is a Taurus, and my other, my the male best friend is a Taurus. Girl, all the Tauruses is all around me. Damn. But he he he's fun. Like like he he's fun. That's why I mean, it's like we will eat. Even if we fall out, like, don't agree with something, that mm-hmm. shit only lasts, like, 24 hours. Because some kind of way, we're going to make a joke about it, laugh about it, and move on. Like, we still be finding the funny shit in between, you know what I'm saying, whatever's going on. So, that's the good part. Like, 
it's good chemistry and everything. So we good. Okay. We good. We good. We good. Yes, but that's all that's been going on. That's what's up. Well, you know, we've been, I I was sitting there, you know, today I went to, um, I was washing my linen and I came back and I was putting it on my bed and I was thinking like, you know what, Rashida need to know and the listeners that these mattresses are, oh my God, I don't know what the hell they are. It's like a, like, have you ever seen like a notebook? Like a writing tablet, like that's how thick they are. About that thick, I'm for real. It's like sleeping on. I don't even know. Like it's so. Really is bad. it like? Is it like the little mats? Like when you been in elementary school? Yes, yes. But you know what? When you in elementary school, you be sleeping real hard on them and everything. But when you get grown, you can't sleep on them. Okay. Well, yeah, because you were elementary school, your body weight ain't that much that, that exactly. you don't feel like it's. It's to the floor. <laughs> and you know, like, you got to tie, you got to tie the sheets underneath. Like you got to, you got to really wrap up the mattress in order for it to stay on there and be oh, like, you got to make your own fitted sheet. Have you oh, ever wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's deep. So I was thinking like, man, I wonder if Rashida even thought about that because I, I you know, I, I have not thought about that. I haven't thought about it, but I kind of figured it because I do hear people always complaining about, you know what I'm saying, the mat, the mats and stuff. And then I hear you can only have like one, like you can't have more than one and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of aware. I, I would not. This Let me tell y'all something. As much as sometimes I be like. You know, I, I don't got an altercations where well, I might be like, this bitch gonna make me catch a case. I be talking shit because I'm not. I, I wouldn't make it. Like I wouldn't make it, and it wouldn't be about the 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 scary part of it. It would be about shit just like that. Like the the mat sleeping on a mat. What do you mean? I can't have my 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 California king. Uh, um, I sleep on thousand count sheets. I would mm. I would have a fit. Like, Get me up out of here. I don't even so know. I, I, don't think, I, I don't think oh, oh. I'm walking a straight line with Jesus. <laughs> 13 years I ain't slept. Me either. Damn, man. I can't wait for y'all to get in no regular real beds. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can't wait. I, I think I think when y'all first come home, the first gift I will probably give y'all, I'm going to give y'all some thousand count sheets. Y'all going to be like, oh my God, the, the cloud just land on my bed. Yeah. Because that, I don't, my, my best friend will tell anybody, I'm real, like, like I'm, I'm serious about my sheets and my pillows and I, I iron my sheets. Like when my sheets get out the dryer, I iron my sheets. Damn. I have to have a nice, crisp, warm, comfortable baby cloud that I'm sleeping on. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And you I, only stay in there for four hours a night? Baby, you had to pay me to get up out that bed. <laughs> I, now, all my friends have always told me as soon as they come and lay on my bed, girl, it's 20 minutes and you out. I promise you. You can entrap. You can. You want to entrap a nigga, get one of them, get some of them sheets in, the, in them um, and those uh, counted uh, comforters and mattresses and see in 15, 20 minutes, he be, he'll be gone. He'll be asleep. He won't get up forever. Forever. I promise you. But yeah, I, I kind of figured about the um 
about the about the sheet, the mattresses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty hard. But I will tell y'all this. This week, I don't know what's going on with the subscribers, but this week and the listeners, they've been they done hit me hard with some hard hit me hard with some hard ass questions. Okay. Um, I even had, and this is gonna sound so weird, but I said once I got on here, I was gonna make this 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 um disclaimer real quick to the listeners and subscribers because um I put the phone number on on here for the support group and all day long somebody's been calling the number and not saying nothing on the voicemail and i want to make it really 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 clear i pay a lot of money to be able to do a background check on whatever phone number or whoever name is attached to the phone number so Mm. i don't know if it's people playing or, or they want to say something and not say something, I don't know. But I don't need for people to get creatively reckless and be stupid because... And so I do have, um, whenever people call, I got the number. I have the number. It's a 229 area code. So I have the number. And, you know, it's like we're on here. We're, we're talking about our lives. You know, we're trying to bring awareness, have fun at the same time. You know, right. but if we not. I'm not. I'm not gonna play no games with absolutely nobody. <laughs> right. Period. So, um, so yeah, we we got some serious questions and some okay. kind of some kind of weird activity or whatever. But to um, on mine, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna throw y'all one of my questions that somebody asked me. Somebody asked me, "How do I feel about snitches?" Okay, it was a two part question. How do I feel about snitches? And how and and how do I feel about the spouses are of snitches? Are they guilty by association? Wow. That was one of my questions. So I'm gonna ask y'all the same thing. But mainly, I really want to think. I really think the emphasis was more on the spouse. Like, if your spouse is the snitch, what do you? What are you consider at that point? Like, if you condone it, if you okay with it, if you go along with it. Are you considered a snitch or are you just considered guilty by association? So I'm gonna let y'all answer that one because I had to answer it too. Damn. Um, are you considered a snitch because you know a snitch or when you're connected to a snitch like your spouse? Say say for instance that say for instance, like you got a, a boyfriend, your boyfriend gets in trouble and they tell him, Okay, dude, you got 50 years. He decides that he's gonna tell. Once you find out that he told, does are do are you do you go along with it? Like like say your morals is I'm not a snitch, but then you know your 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 mate has snitched. If you do you go along with it outside of what you believe, and if you do and you condone it, are you considered <laughs> a snitch too? Hmm. That's the way I interpreted the question. Basically, that's how I took it because I'm like. I mean, that's the only way I could interpret it. <laughs> like, right. I, don't, I don't even have an explanation because that's the only way I can interpret it seriously. Well, well, I feel like snitching is when you both know about the situation at hand. Like, all right, we both about to go rob this person. We're both about to go do this. And then when the heat comes down, you say, oh, well, it was this guy's plan all along. It's like both being knowledgeable of something and then you going in and telling, that's, that's snitching. That's my, so, that was my answer. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the same time, 
Um, man, I didn't seen and heard of so many situations in prison where people just fold. They just crack. Like that 48 hours is real. All that stuff. We had people like that are co-D's, co-defendants in the same building or on the same compound and they done told on each other. And it's just a real like um, delicate situation, an awkward situation at first. And then years go by and they don't even care. Either they don't talk to each other or, you know, it's just like, oh, what we doing this time. So I think me personally and how I stand is I would, I probably wouldn't consider that person um, a snitch because they didn't actually tell. However, if you go along with something, like if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. And so I think in my book, that makes you kind of just kind of like a pushover and a follower. I mean, if, if snitch goes along with that, then yeah. But I mean, I just feel like if you sit by and let something go down and you don't say anything yeah you are no you're no better than that person whether they call you a snitch or not yeah and and mm. i think like for me just to 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 throw this in there i agree with you like like i'm a person that re i believe in taking responsibility like i'm the type of person where if i get into something and i know what the repercussions can be good or bad but once I go into it knowing that and the bad does happen, I have to stand on that because I knew that this could be possibly what could happen. I can't blame the next person who went in with me at the same time. We both knew that this could possibly happen. So I would have to stand on whatever the repercussion was. But I will say if I had somebody that was around me and I knew that my morals was I don't respect the person that can't stand on their responsibility and they did do something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I mean, I would, could I, for me, I couldn't go along with that. Now that doesn't mean I wouldn't be cool with them or speak to them. I mean, that doesn't make me guilty by association. Um, that's why I, I, when I answered the question, I had to answer it. Like if, if it was like my relationship or something like, if my husband was a snitch and I'm still and I'm married to him or some shit like that, then hell yeah, people gonna look at me like shit, she condone that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, that like he a snitch, she a snitch. No, nobody society-wise will fuck with me because of my association to him. So when they asked me that question, that's I took it that way because they said a spouse. So I totally agree with what you what what you're actually saying um when it comes to taking responsibility and all that kind of stuff. I mean I, I just don't I don't respect the person that just don't take responsibility, period. For yep. whatever. But Michelle, what's your 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 stance on that? I agree also. I agree if you are you knew what was going on and you know y'all were both party, you know, to the crime, I feel like it's your responsibility to take responsibility for your actions but you know if you didn't know what was going on and you were blindsided or anything and you decided to to get yourself out of the situation I don't see nothing wrong about, with that at all um I agree but you know if y'all going in like hey hey we we want we a team we doing this and then you get caught up and you tell I feel like that is lame but um if you you know if you didn't know and you telling somebody i feel like uh 
hold on, I'm trying to look at this page. I'm talking to you. I'm sorry. So if you, you know, if you, if they blindsided you and you went in with it and you end up telling on them, I don't see nothing wrong with that, baby, because you shouldn't go down for nobody, especially if they put you in a predicament. And see, now I agree with that too, because I'm gonna be more pissed off at you for you even doing me like, like, like I'm gonna be mad, like you just put me in some shit that I didn't have nothing to do with, and yeah, I would, I would definitely be upset. So I, you know, my, that's one of them questions that, like, I, I sometimes I tell the listeners like the answers are layers, like that's a question that got layers to it because it can be spent a few different ways. There's so many different scenarios within snitching and what's considered snitching and and how you would you know handle that situation so i just thought it was a good question and like i said they they was coming with it <laughs> this this week right here i guess they was like okay we don't ask enough of the fun questions it's time to get down to business right um okay so for you guys even though now i i am literally out i just came out i just came from getting something to eat so i'm literally in my car i do not have my um paper with me that I print out with all the questions on it but I was trying to remember now I do know one of the questions um that was brought up was give if you had three words how would you describe yourselves in three words mm. and y'all better not say dedicated determined and dependable because that's ah. channel, channel five I channel mean channel five? five I don't know it might be channel five Okay. <laughs> we both been thinking. Three words. Um, three words to describe me. Looks like Beyonce. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay. Um, I would say tenacious. You did? Because I thought it. I'll say tenacious. I'll say opinionated. And I would say inquisitive. Okay. Hmm. I would say unstoppable, loyal, and compassionate. Okay. 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 Um, the next question um was, do you got do you believe in forgiveness? Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, most I mean, definitely. Yes. Hell yeah. Just coming from a situation like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, for real. And I, and the biggest thing is like forgiving yourself. Yes. That's the biggest thing. Forgiveness is necessary. You know, you know what's so crazy? It took me a long time to, to be able to even answer a question like that because um, and I'm still working on that question. And and the reason why I say that is because, you know, the my dad's ex-wife, you know, um, and this is a I say that eventually I'm gonna unpack this story and talk about it on my podcast, but my dad's ex-wife lied on my dad and got my dad arrested and he got under a lot of charges that were false. Um, and when it came down for him to go to court to get a bond, they looked at the paper and saw all of these crazy charges and judged my dad off of it and would get him bond. I ended up going and was able to get my dad bond based on a lot of information that I had, a lot of proof that I had. And once my dad passed away and died, I couldn't forget that lady. 
And people kept saying, Rashida, you know, you have to forgive because it's for you. And I'm like, no, nah, it ain't for me. Like, like I'm not giving her the satisfaction of forgiving her because my dad is gone. You know, what she, the lies that she told got my dad incarcerated. You know what I'm saying? So I can't forgive her. And I literally walked around with just, I promise you, just up to last year with, with, with understanding forgiveness and understanding, like, because I kept saying, why, I want this, like, how was this lady able to move on with her life, get married, start over, happy and all this? Like, no, like, I, I don't understand this. And I had to understand, like, you know, God has a different plan, you know, you know, and I had to be okay with that. But I'm still actually working on forgiveness. That's a question that I really couldn't even a answer because I don't know how forgiving her is for me. <laughs> but that's just. That's just me. That's that's just how I feel. Um, but um, my next question, my next two questions, um, to make it make it brief, is um, okay. Oh, the okay. So I'm trying to remember. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay. Serious question. Serious question. What were you, do I say were you or are you, what were you incarcerated for? What What were you incarcerated for? Okay, um, I'll go first. I originally had a, a felony murder charge until I went back to court and got my sentence reduced um, to attempted armed robbery. And... Um, this was my second time. Well, I had a DUI, so I guess that counts. I had a DUI before, but this is my first time being in prison and my second time, um, being involved with the law. And, um, I was originally offered five years at trial to turn state and testify, but I turned it down and went to trial, um, and lost my trial. That's how I received the life sentence at first, 30 year life sentence. Well, you know, I, I fought these years, got my stuff together, and God blessed me. He um, came back on my time and gave me a 20-year sentence and dropped a life sentence, and that's how I got the attempted armed robbery charge. But my 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 um, situation is a little different. It's, it's, it's Georgia. Georgia really don't have a party of a crime law. Like, if you are around anybody and they do anything, I don't care. You can be a driver. You can be sitting in the car. You can do anything. And um, more than likely, you're going to get the same charge. You're going to get the same charge that the actual culprit got. So that's kind of like my situation. Um, I was involved with a friend and just, you know, high and being told um, a different, something that was supposed to happen, but it wasn't really the truth, you know. But it's, at the end of the day, it's my fault because if I was, wasn't high as hell on drugs, you know, I would have been more aware and more cautious of my surroundings and people I'm hanging around. So, um, you know, that's that's what happened in my case. I mean, I can just kind of like, I, when I'm listening to Michelle, you know, I, I'm just kind of like floored because that was a blessing that her sentences are returned. I have um, an aggravated assault in which um, someone could have really been hurt really badly. Um, but I was kind of, I was dealing with um, a man and um, things just kind of really got out of hand. 
and I'm grateful that um, it wasn't more severe. However, um, back when I first, you know, was offered, I was offered a 10-year plea, and of course, I was like, man, hell no, I ain't do nothing, <laughs> you know, but it's just crazy how Georgia does because it doesn't matter. You know, if you know that person, they um, basically, you have to accept responsibility for your character judgments. And in this case, you know, if I wasn't, um, you know, living that life, then I probably would have, you know, chosen um, or had a different, uh, been uh, had a different judge of character for, you know, who I chose to be around. However, you know, we, we got to be accountable, not just for our decisions, but for our actions or in my case, inactions. Um, and it's just, you know, but now they would, they, they, I, I'm serving, they want me to serve 20 years, Rashid. And now these folks coming in, you know, with aggravated stops serving one year. Wow. It's crazy. So based on, based on, um, the crimes and based on the incarceration, do you feel like the crime is equal to the punishment? Do we feel the crime is equal to the punishment? No. Yeah. What you mean? Does it fit? Does it fit? Do you feel like your punishment fits your crime? You know how you have some people that feel like uh, you got people who murder some murder ten people. And we'll get the same charge. We'll get yes. I don't know. My my call. My thing just dropped. But yeah. So the the question was just basically saying, do you do you feel like the um crime the the crime fits the punishment basically? Like like if you're in a forgiveness redemption mode, do you feel like you know yes, what I did deserve I deserve this time or or it was fair or do you not feel like it was fair you know I mean because you did that time so do you how do you feel about that well for my situation I definitely don't feel like I well I mean I've got my time reduced but I, I definitely don't feel like um being offered five years and turn around getting a 30 year life sentence was was fair at all if you thought I was um, and then the five years, I would have been out like in three years. So if you thought I was right. that much guilty, you know, for five years, why would I get 30 years? That's insane because I took it to trial and you got mad at me. But you was okay when you thought I was going to take the five years and turn state. You was okay with it. But since I didn't, yeah. my punishment would have to be a, have a life sentence. That's insane. Um, and, yeah, I did get my sentence reduced, and I'm, I'm at the TC now, which is a blessing. But, you know, um, I always look at things in a deeper on a deeper realm and I actually am grateful for this time. <clears throat> this time I took to get myself together, transform myself, you know, elevate my mind, just get to know Michelle all over again and, and just focus on being a better person. But um and I felt like if I did would have took them five years, I would have got out in three years and just what I would have did, start going back to club dancing, getting high again. Like, I, I feel like I did need a, more time in this place. You know, I hate it had to be them as circumstances that way. extreme, but everything worked out for the good. And yeah. Okay. Um, that was a very, to, um, that was know, a great answer, Michelle. Last little part. I do not feel like um, there is a, a fair sentencing procedure here in the state of Georgia, period. Um, while, Everything, all things work together for the good, and everything has turned around. 
um, for our benefit, still, it is one of those situations where, um, you know, I, I took mine to trial and they was very upset with me too. So you're not honoring justice. What you're doing is you are honoring how fast you can get paperwork processed. You're not even looking at full situations. So, you know, I definitely think that, you know, I, I really just think that them handing out years on top of years, even though all things work together for your good, I mean, who are anybody to take away experiences, take away um, uh, your childhood, take away the people that you love and care for, take away all that time from you because they're mad. Like, it don't work like that. And I will have to say, ladies, that that is something that I do feel like we need to um, get more into uh, on our next episode because I have always questioned who even came up with the prison sentence and the sentence in any way because you do have some situations where people can do all that time and get out and continue being that same person. Just like, I mean, because it's not like it's rehabilitating or doing anything. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I totally think that it, that's a deeper, a deeper thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I, and I thank you and, that and, you address it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, like even, you know, one quick last point, you know, even when it, the crime fits the punishment question, I kind of took that question a step deeper when I read it because I watch a lot of law TV shows and things like that. And you do have some people that really, feel like whatever person that they was at that time and whatever person they became, whether they found God, changed their life or whatever, you got some people who really feel like they are where they're supposed to be and they don't deserve anything beyond what they got. You know what I'm saying? But most of the time, those are people who have create who have committed some very, very heinous um crimes. And I, I can couldn't I actually commend people who feel that way you know who really got what they really really deserve so i felt like that's a catch-22 question too um for for some people depending on the actual situation so again ladies i think that's something that we could you know unpack and talk more about um because those yeah. were some good questions like those were some really good questions this yes. week and um that's it ladies i mean you know hey well, I appreciate y'all. Thank you as always. Um, uh, Michelle had to get on, so she blew kisses and hugs your way, and so do I. Thank yeah, we so know because she's the old ass lady. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, guess what? I appreciate you guys, and next week, same time, same place, and y'all have a wonderful night. Try to sleep tight. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on yet another part of my journey. You can catch this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and iHeartRadio. For the latest episodes, discussion forums, and our live episodes, go to wetlockchronicles.com. You can also click the episode website link under each episode. Thank you guys so much. Keep listening and keep subscribing. 
stay safe, stay blessed, and welcome to Wedlock. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. For episode updates, upcoming live episodes, discussion forms, and contact information, please visit the website, wetlockchronicles.com. Yay!